Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Twist Talk Network. This is Melinda Russell with the Women's Motorsports Network show on Twist Talk Network. Um, we're excited to be on the network with the guys. Um, we've moved over from Blog Talk, and we're here now on Tuesday nights. And the cool part is you're going to be able to see my guest. Not so cool that you can see me, but at least you can see the faces of our guests, which is is much better than just talking on the phone. So I'm excited to be here right after our show is the Midwest Compact Touring Series show from 8 to 9. And then tomorrow night, tune in at 7 for Twist Talk Network Live with um, Larry Richardson, Jason Seltzer, Buddy Head, and who knows who your guests are going to be. So make sure that you're tuning in tonight and tomorrow night and listen to our shows. So tonight I have a young lady and her dad on as my guest. I've never met them in person, which is kind of how things have been going this year because I've met a lot of cool people through Facebook. But it's interesting that I'm going to let him talk too. And um, so welcome, TK and Jeremy. Thank you, Melinda. So I'm going to – ITK. I can see you. just a little sliver on my screen, so – um, first, we're going to start by, I'm just going to ask you if you would tell us a little bit about yourself, TK, like how old you are, where you go to school, and um, what kind of, uh, how, how you got into racing. Who got you started? Um, I am eight years old, and I go to Reynolds Elementary, and I, I started racing because... Because it sounded fun, and I really wanted to do it. Okay. So how did you even know you're, you're what did you say, you're eight years old? Yes. Okay. And so how old were you when you started racing? I was three and a half. Okay. So at three and a half, you had no idea what racing was. So who took you to the racetrack and got you involved in racing? My dad. Oh, that's what I figured, your dad. So at three and a half, what kind of a car, what was it that you were racing? A quad. A quad, okay. And is that what you still race, or do you race something different? Now I race mini sprints. Okay, awesome. And I know you race in Jackson, correct? Is that where you race most of the time, or do you race at other racetracks? Most of the time. Most of the time you race in Jackson, Michigan. So that's not too far away. I'm going to come and watch a race here one of these days. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you know. We're, we're going to have a little a little special day for you when I come to watch. So um, your dad helped you get started, and you did quads. Now you're doing a little sprint car. So who, who works on the car? Do you help your dad work on it when it needs fixed or things uh, spruced up on it? My, I will help my dad fi fix it. You do. And so is there anybody else that helps or is it just your dad? It's usually me, my dad and my grandpa. OK, so grandpa helps, too. That's good. We got to mention grandpa so we keep the, keep him happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, TK, do you have any marketing partners that you want to mention that are on your car? Go ahead, Jeremy. You can talk to. Yeah, well, I'll help her. Um, we have Haas Trucking out of Albion, Michigan, uh, who's one of our primary sponsors. And then we have our own motorsports company called 314 Motorsports. 
Okay. And we're in the process now of branding some clothing and doing some other stuff with that uh, for a partner out of Flint, Michigan. And we have a couple associate sponsors for fuel, um, the BP station in our local town, and a few people that help out through the season um, with different things. Yes. Okay, good. It takes it takes all of us and it takes those marketing partners to keep those cars on the track, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, TK, you've raced three years, basically, or no, five years, I guess. I'm not doing my math very good. Five years. Um, have you have you had some exciting races or can you tell me what's been your proudest moment in your racing career so far? My proudest moment was I was the two time I was a two time national champion. Okay, and what kind of a series? Was that in your quads or the car you race now? Quads. In the quads. Okay. So a two time national champion. What what all did you have to do to earn that title? Um maybe dad'll have to help us. <laughs> yeah, we kinda when she started at three and a half, she had to be four by AMA rules to race. So okay. we started that basically the following year when she would have turned five and uh, traveled. And she was the MRA zero to 70 CC national champion twice. Um, and then she traveled throughout the country pretty much and uh, was second in the state of Michigan in the mafia series, they call it. And uh, just, it, it was a lot of traveling. Uh, every weekend we had two races uh, each weekend and sometimes more. So um, we kind of focused on that for about two years full time, just okay. in the ATV racing. Yeah. That's a lot for a little gal to do. You think about these, these guys that You're race wrong. that that's a lot, a lot of travel and a lot for a, a kid that age. So that's pretty impressive. And then to be able to win and be the champion, that's even more yeah. impressive. So, TK, when your dad showed you when you were three and a half what quads were, you probably started riding them around your house or in the yard, and then you decided maybe you were going to race them. Um, what is it about getting on a quad or in a car that is exciting, or what is it about that that you enjoy? I enjoy winning and going fast. Okay, winning and going fast. That's good. That, that's what you need to you need to like those things if you want to be a race car driver. So um, your, has your season started? Have you had any races yet this year? I'm going to have one next weekend, but none yet. Okay, so your season hasn't started. So can you tell me a little bit about your sprint car? What color is it? What number is it? Just tell me a little bit about it. Um, it is yellow, and my number is 34. Okay, and does that number, is that a special number for you, or was it your dad's number? How did you come up with 34? It was my dad's number, and then I stole it from him. Oh, you stole it from him. So does dad still race? He used to, but he doesn't anymore. Okay, so he gave up his racing, and he's going to help you become a champion. Is that how it's going to work? Yes. Okay, that's that's a nice thing for dad to do, isn't it? So um, you had to get your car ready then for the race season. So now is this the first year you will have raced a sprint car? Yes. Okay. So we don't know how that's going to go. I'm sure it's going to go great because you're a good little racer. But um, 
So what's what's going to be going through your mind the first night that you race? You know, what's what's going to be what are you going to be thinking about when you go out on the track? Um, go fast and win. Go fast and win. So about how many cars will you be racing against? Do you know? No. No. Okay. So, Dad, do you have any idea? Is that a fairly good amount of kids that will be racing in that class? It sounds like it. This class is a kind of an intermediate to the next step up. These cars actually are a shifter car, so you've got to learn how to shift, take off, and then get on the track and shift. Yeah. So we went practiced, and finally, the last practice, she was able to take off on her own, um, you know, and get the car going and then shift when she got on the track. Um, coming off, as you know, you've seen it, uh, you know, you come off the track pretty hot. Yeah. So getting slowed down, trying to find neutral, trying to hit the brake, trying to hit the kill switch, um, mm -hmm. basically much different than the ATVs because they were a full automatic. And yeah. uh, so this weekend will be her first actual race. And uh, I think she's done really good for never being in something like this. Mm -hmm. uh, the ATVs just came natural to her. Yeah. So there, there's a lot going on inside that car, more than there yeah. was on the quad. Definitely. Oh, yeah. And and she's yeah. still pretty young. So, you know, I think yeah. back to uh, when I grew up on a farm, my dad taught me how to drive a tractor, but I never did drive a stick car. And I still to this day won't drive it. But I did <laughs> learn how to I did learn how to to drive a motorcycle. And my husband taught me how to do that in our front yard. So I get the shifting. There is a lot going on. And you have to be thinking not only about all of that, TK, but all the other cars that are around you. So. There's a there's a lot happening, but it sounds to me like you're um, going to nail it right from the start. So um, <clears throat> what are your goals, TK? You're only eight years old, but it sounds like you really love racing. What are your goals for racing? If you could say 10 years, you know, 10 years down the road, you're going to be probably a senior in high school or out of school. What do you want to be racing by then? A NASCAR. A NASCAR. That would be cool. So maybe in the ARCA series or one of those series that steps up to NASCAR? Yes. Yeah. So do you know who Natalie Decker is? Yes. Okay. So we had her on the radio show, oh, a month or so ago. Um, you're going to have to come and watch her race. She's going to race at Berlin, which is uh, just an hour north of here. So we'll have to figure that out and get you introduced to her. She's a very cool young woman. So... so you're, you want to do NASCAR. You want to keep moving up. That's pretty cool. So when you raced um, four-wheelers, were there a lot of girls that raced as well, or were there not very many? There weren't any, very many. Okay. And what about, we don't know yet about the sprints because you haven't been there yet, but, Dad, what do you think? Will there be other girls racing in that class with her, do you think? It sounds like there's only going to be one other girl, possibly. They haven't acquired a car for her yet, but they're looking at getting her into it. Um, and there's a couple female racers at the track that race big cars that are, you know, excited to help TK when they're there, you know, yeah. and, and kind of do that stuff. So uh, okay. just not a lot of women in the in that sport yet. Right, right. So I have a question here. I'm, I'm kind of new to this tonight. I apologize, Jeremy. I I told you that the guys have done this before, but this is the first night we've done the Facebook Live thing. So um, Carrie wants to know, TK, do you get nervous before you go out on the track to race? 
Sometimes, but not very much. Not very much. Okay. And who do you look up to that races? Do you have a hero or someone that you look up to? No. No, not really. Okay. Let me see what other um, what other questions we have, and then we'll carry on. So, okay, where can they find your racing schedule? Yeah, it's posted on our 314 Motorsports page, okay. which is linked to my personal page. And then Temperance does still have her page, too. So there's a couple different venues, and we post on there. Um, okay. And we also have links to tracks and other things on there that kind of show what her schedule is going to be primarily where she's going to be and what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So that can, you can find all that on Facebook guys and you can guys and gals. Um, like I said, she's going to race in Jackson, I know, and that's not that far. So I'd love to see some people head over there. I've never been to that track. So I'm going to make a, an adventure and go over there. So um, tell me this. Do you think if, if you talk to some of your friends or if another little girl came up to you at TK and said, I think I might want to try racing, what would you tell her? It's a good idea or what would you tell her? What advice would you give her? Um, I would tell her it's really fun and you should definitely do it. Okay. Because there's not a lot of girls that race. Right. So when you go to the track – I mean, at three and a half, you probably don't remember that much about how the boys maybe reacted to you. But as you've raced these last few years, how have the boys at the track or maybe even the parents of the boys treated you? Because it sounds like you were winning and, and beating them a lot of the time. Were they friendly to you or how did they treat you? Um, they treated me fine. Okay. Fine. So you were all friends? Yeah. Okay, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. So, what do your friends think about you racing? Do any of them race, or what do they what do they like to do? They don't race, but they definitely think it's cool that I race. Do they come and watch you very much? No. No, because you have to travel to race, don't you? Yes. No. We didn't. Yeah. So we didn't ask you where you lived. You live in Indiana, right? No, we actually uh, live in Reading, Michigan. My oh, shop's okay. down in Indiana. Okay. Yeah, we okay. okay. All right. So you're Michigander, so that's that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so um, during the off season, oh, here I got a question for you. So does Dad get nervous? It says. What do you say, Dad? Um, probably more than I show. Definitely, it's uh, of course it's my daughter being out there and. Uh, it's amazing that when she puts the helmet on, she's a completely different person than when she's, you know, in the pits with us. And she's so fearless that I think that's what scares me because she kind of doesn't find her limit where mm -hmm. I'm older. I know my limits and I watch her and she just pushes it so hard until she finds where that, you know, the stopping point is. Um, I'm not as nervous in the sprint car, believe it or not, as I was with the quads. Uh, she's much more protected. She's much more safe, obviously, with, you know, safety gear, being buckled in a car, containment seat, yeah. roll cage. Um, and it's getting better, but I'm still a little apprehensive about uh, seeing her out there because she's my little girl. But uh, once I see her get going, it kind of goes away a little bit. You kind of forget she's a girl because she's yeah. just out there racing like everybody else, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I get that. My granddaughter races, as everybody knows. I talk about her all the time. And <laughs> she's she's 14, going to be 15 in July. And she's in her second year of racing and a big car. She's raced quarter midgets. But her mom still gets a little nervous. I'm, I don't think dad does anymore. But, you know, as you said, it's still your little girl. And you don't want anything right. to happen. And at eight years old, she probably doesn't know her limit yet. And being fearless is not always a good thing. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, this says, I had a question. I think I asked you this, but he must not have been on. He wants to know what the kids at school think of you racing. Like just in general, do they know you race? Yes. And they just think it's really cool. And they say that they want to race when they get older. Okay. All right. So you've been a good example, I think, maybe to the kids at school that if you have something you enjoy and you put your mind to it, it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl, you can do it. Would that be right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, what's your favorite part? Like when you're not racing, what do you like to do like the rest of the time? Do you play sports? Do you golf? What do you like to do? I like to do softball and basketball. Okay, so you're you like all kinds of sports. That's usually typical of kids that like to race. Um, so, <clears throat> what, have you done anything daring when you've been racing or practicing that you came back to your dad and he said, "Never again, don't do that." Have you ever scared him like that? Oh, you jumped over that kid. Uh, I was racing one time and. A kid was in front of me, and I went over a hill. We went over a hill. I was behind her, and I jumped over a kid and passed her. Oh, gosh. Okay. And yeah. Dad said, ooh, that's, yeah, that's a little daring and scary at the same time. So, ooh. Um, so, is there something else? No, no. That was uh, very intimidating for me to uh, see her do that and not even bat an eye, I guess. So, uh Yeah. She wanted to win bad enough. She was willing to to do what she could to get to the front. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my. That's, that is a little bit scary, yeah. yeah. So, TK, do you follow NASCAR or Xfinity, any of those series? And if so, do you have a favorite racer? Yes, I do. He, hey. uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., but he just retired. Right. So do, have you picked a new one for this year? No, not really. No, not really. Okay. Maybe I can convince you to cheer for Kyle Busch. That's my favorite driver. <laughs> <laughs> that would be okay. That would be okay. He's done pretty good that this year. Be. So, um, yeah. yeah. That's, I, usually, I usually hear about it when I say he's my favorite driver, but he is. So that's how yeah. it goes. So, um, have you had a memorable moment? I know you're not that old, but you have been racing for about five years. Is there one maybe win or – something that you've done in your car or it could be on or off the track, a memorable moment that you've had um, that has involved the racing scene. Um, winning at Red Bud. Okay. And what kind of a race was that a championship or was it just a big race or tell me a little bit about it. It was a national race. Okay, and so were there a lot of, like, how many kids did you race against? I think there was, like, 
20. Okay. All right. And so when you, when you raced with your quads, I'm not as familiar with that. So do you do heat races and then they have like A, B and C mains or how does that work? How many times did you have to race that day to win the championship? Well, they have, she's trying to think they have, you have motos. So you have gate draw. And what they do is, is they just basically set you up by number at first and you pick and they'll say, okay, go here. So your first moto is kind of how you line up for the second moto, which would be similar to a feature. Okay. Um, so you get gate choice depending on how you finished in the first moto. And then the second moto is kind of the prize. So they take your average finish. So you could finish first and one and second another and the other guy finished third and first but you would average finish better than them okay so the second moto and motocross is the more uh is the one that really determines you know how you do um a little bit different you've got to finish really well in both of them you yeah. know to be able to win the overall so right. uh, a little bit different we're in a heat race you could you know come in dead last and still, know, still start on the tail of a feature right. yeah, and win but in this case it's a little difficult Right. Yeah, so how, how did she do that day that allowed her to win the championship? Well, actually, that day when she was one of her big chances at Redbud, which is an iconic track, of course, in motocross, uh -huh. um, she actually flipped in the first moto off of the hill, um, rolled it about 10 times down the hill, uh, got back on, finished the race. And then I think she was just so determined the second moto that she wasn't going to stop and she just drove incredible. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable how hard she drove that day. Uh, Cause she knew she needed to, you know, stay up to the front. Yeah. Um, I think that was probably this most special win. Um, at one time she was racing three classes with three different quads. Oh, wow. And yeah. She, uh, which is on our Facebook page. Probably the best one for us, I think, is when she ran her 70 Open in the adult class at Dutch. And she actually held off two of the top 450 riders for quite a ways. Mm -hmm. And then she passed the last place adult rider. So she did not finish last that day. <laughs> and uh, she was the only, they let her run because she could do it. Yeah. And she, you know, she was bound determined she was not going to finish last. So, uh, wow. She did That's real good. Very impressive. Very impressive. That was yeah. probably a really good day. Yeah, that was a really good day. But the day she went rolling down the hill, that's when your heart starts pounding, doesn't it? Um, there was a few of those. She's yeah. hit trees in one. She's uh, racing and uh, flipped many times. Um, you just kind of don't panic and hope everything's okay. Yeah, absolutely. So this is kind of a uh, some of these questions, TK, are are really for maybe some they're maybe they're a little harder for older kids. But I'm going to ask you anyway, because you seem pretty grown up for your age. Um, you know, it takes a lot of different things to be a good driver. You have to pay attention what's going on. You have to be able to handle your your race car or your quad, whatever it is you're racing. So what why are you so good at this? I know you like to go fast and you want to win, but. What is it that you have that you think makes you such a successful driver? Um, my dad motivates me. Uh, I 
don't really know. You don't really know. So that's a good question to think about. So I, I was going to ask you who inspires you. You kind of just told me that, that your dad inspires you and makes you want to do well. I'm sure you want to please him. So that's a, that's a good answer. So what do you do for fun when you're not racing besides softball and basketball? Is there anything else that you like to do for fun? Going fishing and hunting. Okay. So are your, you, you're your dad's little girl, but you're also his hunting and fishing kind of the boy partner, huh? Yeah. You don't have any brothers or sisters? I have seven brothers and one sister. Oh, gosh. Okay. So do any of them, are any of them interested in racing or not? Nope. Not at all. But they go watch you or do they could care less? One of them goes and watches me, but the other ones don't really care. Okay. And where are you in the in the line of kids? Are you the youngest? I am the second to youngest. Second to the youngest. Okay. All right. That's a big family. So it's, uh, your dad's uh, busy, I would guess, you know, doing things with all your brothers and sisters, too. So when you're on the racetrack, you know, um, do you feel pretty independent out there? It's like you don't really need anybody to help you, or are you glad when you come to the pits that you've got some somebody to uh, give you advice and help you? When I come to the pits and uh, somebody to give me advice and help me. Okay. Is, are you, you're still learning, and especially this year, that's a whole new class that you're going to be racing so have you ever had a bad day at the track to where you wanted to just take your stuff home and not go back no no have you had any bad days at the track or do you just beat everybody every time you go <laughs> sometimes I finish last or second to last but I still feel pretty good about myself yeah, you should. You absolutely should. Everybody, you can't win every time, right? So um, let me scroll down my questions here. Um, so why don't we ask your dad? Dad, why don't you tell us a little bit about, um, from your perspective, you how you got her started, you know, at three and a half. What made you think about putting her on a quad at three and a half? Well, I've raced you know, for many years since I've been young. And I started probably when I was oh, about 10 years old or so riding, you know, dirt bikes, ATVs, that kind of stuff. Okay. Then I got into running stock cars, which led into super late models. Then that led into some sprint cars. And I've raced them for many years from midgets to 600s. Uh, up until last year, actually, I'd got hurt pretty bad in an accident. And when she was younger, she just she would sit when she was a year old and watch races with me, which the other kids really could have cared less what was on TV unless yeah. it was SpongeBob or a cartoon. Right. And yet Tempers would just sit there and watch it. And if motocross or racing comes on, she was on my lap watching. Mm -hmm. So to tell you how she got started, uh, I kind of lied to her mom and said, I wanted her to uh, go practice at a track uh, but we had a sponsor that uh, donated some clothes, which were hard to do at that time for her size. Mm -hmm. And we went to Delta, Ohio to a track that night and stuck her on the quad. And her mom freaked out when she realized, obviously, that we were not there just to play. 
Mm-hmm. And you could kind of just tell the minute she got on there, her demeanor, her stature, how she acted when she put that suit on and when she put that helmet on. And um, she was, you, you could just tell the minute she got out there that she was going to excel at what she was doing or try to. She's always tries no matter what. Mm-hmm. And um, it's progressed from there. Wow. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, it's kind of a, something inside of her that you can't, you can't explain. My grandson that lives in Arizona, same thing from the time he was two years old. It, he knew every NASCAR driver, he would sit on the couch with me, watch the NASCAR races and they would pull in the pits and he'd say, mama, they're getting gas and tires at two years old. <laughs> you know, he couldn't say, he couldn't talk a whole lot, but he knew how to say that. So some there's something about it that they just they just have that inside, which is really really very cool, especially for a young lady like that. So we have a question here. They want to know what's your favorite part of race day. My favorite part is probably winning and just racing. Just racing. Okay. So now the track you go to in Jackson, is that the same track then that you raced your quads at? No. 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 The the quads uh, at a national level, if you traveled, was all over the country, starting in Texas to Daytona, um, around the country. And then a lot of local tracks, too, from okay. Redbud to Dutch. Uh, Jackson is purely a uh, mini sprint track now. Okay. Um, it's a dirt track that they banked and did a lot of stuff to. And we're just going to kind of focus on one track this year for the most part to get her used to it. Because okay. if she does well, she can actually even move up this year into a 600 restricted car. Wow. Um, but we'll probably wait till next year uh, just so then we could travel anywhere and she could race anywhere in the country. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, let's see. Yeah, she said that. So I'm, I'm trying to follow, follow the people that are asking questions and my questions. So, Dad, how about for you? She's got NASCAR on her mind. What do you see for her down the road? Well, we're trying to hook up with many people. Um, we've talked uh, actually with Tony Stewart, Clawson uh, Racing, of course, uh, getting some good sponsors on board and more getting her known, not as much as the monetary side of it. So we'd like to stay in the 600s probably right until she's 13. At 13, she'll be able to run a 410 or a 360 car. Um, I think going through those ranks and learning to drive a dirt sprint car will only make her better if she ever steps into ARCA or into ASA or anything to do with maybe even asphalt racing. If you look now a days, most of your drivers that are coming up through the ranks, Christopher Bell and Larson and these guys, they've all cut their teeth on dirt track racing. Right. Um, it's, it's much more difficult. And, yeah. if, and we have a ton of bench racers and stuff, but if you've ever been out there, it's totally different than driving down the highway. And I think we just need to get her experience doing that. Mm-hmm. And hopefully somebody sees that. Right. Um, because we all know the expense of racing um, is there, and maybe we can get her some opportunities, um, at least to try. Right. And see what yeah. she can do. So, yeah, that's yeah, great. That's kind of it's, you know, it's just, it's a really the same in almost any professional sport. It's not, 
And it does take talent, but it's also who do you know or Correct. the networking and the, the connections. And so, you know, that's really very important. So I have a question. Is her car wing or non-wing? She runs a wing car. Okay. Um, in this class, it's all wing stuff. Uh, we do have some shows. We're possibly going to take the wing off, but um, driving a non-wing car versus a wing car is uh, a lot more difficult. So um, okay. her car is a hyper chassis and it's set up just like my full size car. It's got adjustable wing slider. It's got adjustable rear end. Um, so as she learns, she'll be able to do things inside the car to help the drivability of it. Okay. Um, and we're going to stay with that wing for as long as we can until she learns, you know, what, what to make that car do. Right. And then right. We'll, we'll try to take that off. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's, very good. So it's another progression from wing to non-wing yep. and you just keep moving up. So I don't know as much about the wing and the sprint cars, but we do love them. And whenever they come to Kalamazoo Speedway, we're always there because my husband especially loves the sprint cars. So TK, you're a role model now for younger girls and maybe even some older girls. So um, what do you think about that? Do you know what that means to be a role model for somebody? Yes. Okay. So um, do you have, like when you've raced, do you have other little girls that come up to you and and want to talk to you about racing or not yet? Um, not really. Not really. But this year I bet you will because there's yeah. going to be, you'll have way more exposure and there'll be more kids at the track. Yeah. So You'll have to remember that, that whatever you do, somebody's watching, right? Because you're going to be a role model and, and set the stage for other younger girls behind you. Um, <clears throat> so is there anything else that I have not asked you about that you'd like to tell me either about yourself or about your racing or maybe anything that dad wants to share with us? Mm, not really. Not really. How about you, dad? Um, uh, probably not a whole lot. I mean, we're definitely looking forward to this year and seeing, you know, what she can do and how well she handles it. The biggest thing, you know, we want to tell everybody, and you talked about, you know, being a role model is, is a good sportsman. There's many times, you know, we're at the track when she started winning a lot, we could see the difference in maybe how people talk to us or how things were different, especially beating the boys up all the time, which, yeah. you know, she loved, but <laughs> We also made sure that she was always, you know, very cordial, and she is. That's one thing I can say about her. She loves to win, but she doesn't, you know, she doesn't rub it in your face or she doesn't say anything. She'll tell you good job. If she loses for whatever reason, she's the same way. We we leave it. Once you get off the quad or you get out of the car, it's over. I mean, you can't change what happened. Um, we try to be a role model by, you know, when even we were racing the ATVs, about going to parades, to shows, to get the kids involved and, you know, show them what it's like um, and different stuff. And kind of the biggest thing I think that, you know, we really worked for is everybody asks me or people say, well, you know, you probably force her to do it, you know, mm -hmm. because like she said earlier, she said, you know, she's out to please me. But trust me, if, if I say that you need to push harder, we're going to load up and go home. Yeah. She will throw a fit 
and go into tears because she loves what she does. I've never, and I told her the day you don't want to do it, will stop, but she begs to race. It's nothing that I ever force her to do or ask her, you know, do you do this or whatever? Um, if I said, let's go tomorrow instead of going and playing with Barbies, she would be in the trailer before in the truck before I could get it loaded. Yeah. And we'd be going to the track. Um, so, you know, that's pretty big. And I encourage everybody with their kids, no matter what they want to do, uh, you got to keep it fun for them. If they want to do it, you know, keep encouraging them to do it. And, uh, if they don't want to do it, don't push them. It's, it's hard as parents not to want to see, because I don't have anything to prove any more racing. I've got all my accolades in. So, um, we do live through our kids and I do live through her thinking, that's a whole nother time now that I've got the next 20, 30, 40 years to watch her race. My racing's over. So I'm hoping that, and it may not be racing. She may decide to do something else, but um, you know, just keep it fun for them. And until she tells me she doesn't want to, we'll keep moving forward with it as much as possible. You know, that's, that's so important. I'm glad that you, you said all that because um, you know, my, my kids, my youngest is 30. So um, it's been a while, but I can remember parents that push their kids to play basketball. My kids play basketball and to the point where the kid got burned out and quit. And, and if you support them and you teach them, it's life lessons that they're learning, winning and losing. But it's also, you know, it's just a good family bonding. It's a great place to take your family, I think, to the racetrack. There isn't any place I'd rather go on a weekend than to watch a race. So. I think you're you're headed the right direction with her, it sounds like. And and that's that's part of it. It's not just winning out on the track. It's winning off the track as well. Um, they want to know what kind of engine is in your car. Can you tell them or you need to? I don't know. Well, this particular car, um, it's a uh, this has a 250cc uh, Kawasaki engine in it, two cylinder. Um, the next progression would be into a four cylinder, 600. Um, these, that engine turns anywhere, uh, around 8,000 to 10, 11,000 RPM. So, uh, they get them wound up pretty good in these cars. Yeah. It sounds like it. So, um, another young girl, sprint car driver that I know her name's Audrey Gerberding. She says, great job, TK. And um, let's see what else, if we have any other comments that I want to share with you. Um, Gloria says, hi. Do you know who Gloria is? And I think that's about it. I think that's about it. So um, I don't have any more questions for you unless you have something else you want to share. But why don't you uh, at least tell us a little bit again about where they can find your schedule. Um, Facebook, I know, but what under what, under your name or hers. And and then about her next, like where she's going to be racing. So if somebody wants to come to Jackson, they can find her. Yep. On my page, which is uh, at Jeremy Boyd, I post as much as possible. It's mainly for her and the kids events. Then we have 314 Motorsports, which is three colon 14 Motorsports. Okay. Uh, everything will be on there. That is our race team. Uh, soon we'll have... Uh, our clothing line on there, hopefully, and other stuff. And part of that donation goes towards different foundations and different things that we've decided upon. Um, and then, of course, some of it goes towards the race team. Right. And then uh, we 
also have Temperance has her own page, which is linked through mine, uh, kind of something she can play with and post her stuff. We post stuff of basketball, softball, and, oh. you know, different forms of racing. Um, Jackson Speedway, uh, Michigan, which is on the web. They do have their own website. They also have their own uh, Facebook page. They race pretty much every Saturday up and through October. Um, Friday nights, they run a go-kart track on an oval and a road course. And Saturday nights, they run uh, mini cup cars on dirt. And then they run the mini sprints and quarter midgets on dirt. That's a high bank dirt track now. It used to be flat. They've really done a good job up there. Um, we're, like I said, primarily probably going to stay at Jackson just to get some experience up there. And it's a nice track. They've okay. done very well. Um, Bearfield Motorsports also has a nice park down there that they're going to. Um, and then we're going to just kind of see what happens with that. So they can find that information. They can also, a lot of people have my number. They're more than welcome to contact us at any time. Um, we do have some promotions coming up. We'll also post if we're going to be at car shows, uh, any events like that. Okay. Uh, we've been invited to do some stuff. Um, and also we would be happy for anybody out there. We you know to show up at any event. Uh, the kids love it. Even the parents do too. The kids get to sit in the car, buckle in, get pictures. You know, that is huge temperance. We have our own fan cards that we do for, and she signs autographs, you know, just like she does. And the, and the kids enjoy it. And the parents do too. I mean, more than they probably lead on. So, yeah. So, um, I got a couple more questions here for you real quick. One of them, yep. this is from, it's a, it's from Clay Sharp. Thanks. You should be very proud of herself on what you're doing and what you have done. Very happy to see you racing. So maybe that's someone that, you know, not sure. And then I have a question for you, Temperance. You don't hear that name very often. How did you come? How did your parents come about giving you that name? Is oh, we lost you just for a second. There oh. you go. So I was asking her, her name is unusual. Was it a family name or how did you come to name her that? Well, actually, uh, her mom and I used to go to Luna Pier up in Temperance, Michigan, one wow. we'd kind of sightsee at times. And then I was never a fan of the show, but she liked to show Bones. And I never really realized that the girl's name on there was Temperance. And I always joke because I like the name Calamity. And she said, that sounds too terrible. And I said, well, I always thought that was a great name. And I said, she said, well, Temperance sounds more like it. And I said, well, she, you know, that would be great. And she does kind of have a little bit of a temper when she gets out there. So, um, and oh, be honest, I don't know if anybody calls her Temperance. Um, everybody calls her TK, including the, school principal and anybody that talks to her. Okay. Um, I, I probably heard, yelled. Yeah. I heard I'm you doing. call her that a few times. And, and so I wasn't sure maybe that I should have been saying temperance instead of TK, but um, yeah. That's, TK's great. Yeah. That's cool. You know, it's, it's kind of fun to have a name that nobody else has. And there were, there were no Melinda's when I was growing up and now I know a couple <laughs> of them, but it is kind of fun not to have the same name as a lot of other kids. So that's pretty cool. So um, I think I'm ready to get off here and let you guys go and have some dinner or whatever you're going to do the rest of the evening. And Great. I really appreciate you, Jeremy and, and TK for being on the show with me tonight, especially since it was our first Facebook live show that we've done. Usually I do this great. show in my 
pajamas. And so tonight I had to not do that, but um, I, I appreciate you guys being on with me and um, we will, my husband and I will be down to watch you race sometime this summer. So um, awesome. we'll get to the person. Yep. Yep. Everybody, please come watch the page and see what's next. So we really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, TK. Thank you. All right. So that was TK and her dad, Jeremy Boyd. And we are so excited that they joined us tonight and they're going to be racing in uh, Jackson, Michigan. So you guys need to take a trip over to Jackson and check out uh, some of the kids over there that are racing sprint cars. So um, that's all the show for tonight. I will let you know during the week who our guests will be next week. I have a couple people that are I haven't uh, confirmed with me yet. So um, thanks for listening in. And remember, at 8 o'clock, the Midwest Compact Touring Series has their show, and you want to be sure and listen into that.